Welcome to this week's podcast. It's going to be a quick podcast today uh, because we've got an associated talk about the uh, the background to the ballot, uh, but it's it's uh, announcement of the consultative ballot day, and there are four of us here today. So there's me, Mike Henley, Vish. Hi everyone, it's uh, yeah Vish Sharma. What do you do, Vish? Oh, what do I do? Um, what we're doing today. Um, I'm a cardiologist up in Liverpool, and I chair the consultants committee. Thanks very much, Ram. Uh, hi, Ram Morthy. I'm an ENT surgeon in uh, Wexham and Reading, and I'm one of the national negotiators. Thanks very much. Poor Sarah's in a car after having a day off after working working very hard on call yesterday. Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah Jones. I'm an anaesthetist in Southampton. Brilliant. Well, thanks very much, everybody, for coming. Um, Vish, why don't you start? So um, this ballot... Give us the practicalities of opening, closing and all the rest of it. Yeah, so, so the ballot's now open um, as we speak. So it opened today um, yeah. and it's going to be open for, for just over two weeks. So it closes on the 27th of February at nine o'clock. Um, we're very conscious it's half term next week, but it's a really, really short survey. It takes 30 seconds, probably. Mm. There's essentially just one question. Are you prepared to take strike action? Yes or no. And then just a couple of questions about your specialty and, and some demographics, and that's it. So it's very quick. Yeah. Please make sure you fill it out. Um, you'll get texts next week as well. There'll be email sent out today. Just um, click the links and just follow it through. Can it be filled in if you're in Lanzarote or Borovets? It can be filled out wherever you've got access to mobile phone signal or Wi-Fi. Brilliant. And just, just I know people will see this when they get to it. Um, what kind of in uh, this is an in, this is a consultative ballot, so it's not an actual ballot for definite industrial action. But what kind of industrial action is it asking people about? So, uh, so obviously we've got a long way to go on that. But we, in terms of action that we would take, um, you know, we we would essentially be looking at a, an emergency care model. So essentially, bank holiday type working or Christmas day working would be the sort of proposed action. Now that might be. Um, we haven't sort of nailed down exactly how that would work, but it might be all consultants, you know, across the country were taking that action at the, simultaneously. It might be that we do certain specialties at a time. That's one of the reasons we're asking the specialty question. Um, again, you know, other, other groups are kind of taking industrial action as well. Um, we're probably we're a bit behind them in terms of the timescales. But again, you know, if, if we might look at sort of coordinating or kind of working closely with other other kind of NHS staff, junior doctors, nurses, et cetera, in terms of how how the action might work but yeah it will be essentially christmas day type cover is, is the sort of um is the working model at the moment brilliant thanks fish um sarah ram stuff to say well mike mike you, you've prepared some information for people who are not sure whether to vote yes or no is that right and how do they how do they access that information so there's so there's a whole ton of information coming out from from BMA Towers. That's the first thing. So there there's some good there's some good web materials on it. Um, people will have received their ballot invite by email. So definitely check your emails. Um, it, from the point of view of um, background, uh, there's this podcast. I've done. A, there's another podcast next to this, which is a monologue from me. Uh, where I just give all of the background behind it. And that's based on a YouTube video, uh, which is uh, findable if you just go into YouTube and search for at Trent Consultant. And it's going to be very obvious, which is the one that's about the ballot. And that is a talk which we've been giving to LNC members, etc. It's 10 minutes long, gives you all the background. Uh, and it's and it's worth watching. And I think one of the things which didn't say um, is, is that 
we we have a very strong suspicion that plenty of people are going to vote yes but that is not enough it's not enough just to get a lot just to get yeses we need a really good turnout for reasons probably Vish will come back to in a minute but we need a really good turnout and the people that we really need to get are not you keenies listening to this podcast but the people at work that you know will not have a clue aren't interested or whatever if they're bma members and they don't vote we're in trouble so you need to have conversations with those people ram i think it's you know really important that everyone does vote whatever your opinion i know many people will not be sure what the issues all are and that's why i'd really encourage you to listen to mike's podcast because it is a very quick presentation but does cover the kind of three big issues that we face as consultants and that will help um you you know for you to decide and make up your mind but you know most importantly i'd encourage you to vote and get your colleagues to vote as well because the the um more numbers we have and the uh, stronger indications we have it helps us as a committee to decide uh, the best way forward to try and help restore consultants pay restore your pensions and fix the ddrb uh, or the pay review bodies as well fish yeah so we've talked about this a bit um in other podcasts but i think it's just worth um sort of really emphasizing this again so th- this ballot that's open today um, is not a legal ballot um but we are treating it in exactly the same way as a legal ballot. And so we we need to know that if this was real, that actually the results that come through are representative of what you think and enough for us to actually take action if that's what you want us to do. So just to remind people what you know the rules actually are about ballots, um, you you obviously need a majority in support of action to take um to take action. But since 2016, there's now a, a requirement that you need 50% of all eligible uh, members or who, who, you, who you're balloting to actually vote in the first place. So they need to send them back. To put that into, into context, we need a minimum of 18,000 consultants who are BMA members to actually vote for us to meet that threshold. That is a huge number. It's, it's around double that we get in our best performing surveys. Um, the general election of last time was around 62% turnout. So you can see the infrastructure around the general election that's there. These are tough thresholds. So we are really trying to get close to that 50% threshold for this consultative ballot as well. Um, and as Mike said, um, the it's critical. There, there are three groups of people. You know, There are those who, with almost no preparation, we can just put it out and we know they're going to vote yes. There's also a group, and you know they're quite entitled to this view, who no matter what we do, will never vote yes. And that, that's absolutely fine. About 10 to 15%. Yeah, and that group in the middle is who is really who's going to sway this one way or another. Yeah. And the way the ballots work, you know, we've if you if someone doesn't vote, it's effectively a vote against action. And in some ways, it can be even worse than voting, not returning a vote can be even worse. Than actually voting no. To give you an example of that, in quite a few of the trust, the nurses did uh, did their ballots in. They had huge support for industrial action. So of those who actually responded, 80, 90% of members were absolutely in favor of strike action. But they missed that 50% threshold by you know two, three, four, five individual votes. Mm-hmm. So it meant that not no one could take action. Mm-hmm. So so if even an extra five people voted no, 
that would have made a legal ballot that people would take action. But because they didn't hit the threshold, it was null and void. It didn't didn't work. So, so it's so important that you get out, um, you set, you make sure people are aware of what's going on. You talk to them about it and get them to vote. Ideally, get them to vote yes. I mean, and, that, and I'll come to you in a sec, Sarah. And I think that kind of not quite getting to the turnout bit for the nurses has been really infuriating. It's really annoyed the people that wanted to take action, and they could have faced it if people had voted no and they'd lost it. But but not to have got over the over the over the uh, line on the tur- turnout has been really irritating. Um, we're clearly not disaggregating by individual trusts. But you could have the same thing nationally, which would be just as annoying for all the people that, that would like to take action. So, so even if you, you know, if you vote no, vote no. The other thing that I'd say, and I don't know if the rest of you agree with this, is that um, if you're in a if you're in a job where you think I might not be allowed to take action, but I think people should be taking action, I'd encourage people to still vote yes. But if you're in a job where you can take action and you don't think you would take action, I don't think we want people to just say yes for the sake of it, do we? I would suggest we want people that if they're gonna take action, they vote yes. And if they're not, they vote no. Fish, your yeah. eyebrows have gone up. Yeah, my eyebrows have gone up slightly because I, I agree in principle what you're saying, but bearing in mind what we sort of said before, that any action that we take is most likely going to be a Christmas, type, Christmas day type cover, I think every single one of you can take action. I mean, all of you work, you know, have Christmas days. You, none of you, no one, I hope, works every single Christmas day or, you know, every other kind of public sector, you know, every other public holiday or religious holiday. People, people, the services do run on those days, but they run at reduced capacity. So even in, in all specialties, even in emergency medicine, yes, of course, people will need to be in there, but not, not to the same degree. So I think everybody actually... We'll be able to take action in some form, so I don't think you need to worry about it too much. Okay, that's great. Uh, what about what about the? And I might I might have to snip this bit out. But what about the people? You know, do you want people to vote honestly, or do you want people to just send a strong message? Um, no, uh, we absolutely want people. So this is this is a consultative ballot, you know, and you know, part of the reason for for doing this is to make sure you know we're a representative organisation. We need to know what it is you want us to do. We yeah, hear, yeah. you know, we hear smatterings of, um, oh, the BMA haven't done this or the BMA haven't done that. Um, and we want to make sure that we, that's actually what people think. You know, if people want us to take action, because we get you know, a lot of people saying that's what we need to do. Yeah. But it's, it's very hard sometimes to um, just sort of separate the kind of loud um, people who are saying one thing and be sure that's what all members think. So absolutely, you know, we think that, Action on pay certainly is is required to actually address pay erosion. Um, similarly with the DDRB, the, the pay review process, I don't think that's going to change just by talking nicely, frankly. Mm-hmm. So, so we as individuals think that actually action is required, but we absolutely need to be sure that if that's what people vote for, that's what they'll do if we come and ask you again properly. Yeah, we're, we're happy to lead on it. Um, I think uh, Rob Harwood... Um, Bless his cotton socks. He's now enjoying himself uh, out in Norfolk. You know, he, he he was another one of these people that said, "I'm you know quite happy to lead, but I don't want to look behind me and find there's no army," and I, and I think that is absolutely right, Sarah. I I just want to emphasise what what you were saying about the if you're in a specialty where you think you won't be able to strike because although you say Vish that that um, that Christmas Day is different, um, and the, the reality is 
that those of us working in intensive care, Christmas Day is not any different. Um, sometimes some emergency departments as well, Christmas Day is not any different. And so people may think they're in a specialty where they're not able to take strike action, and and but they should still vote because it, 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 you know if they were able to, what would they do? And and I think that's really important to emphasise. Yeah, yeah. No, I, every day's every day's Christmas Day in ED and ICU. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, I think it varies from place to place. I mean, certainly where I work, um, you know, intensive care is less busy on, on Christmas Day. You certainly have you don't have any more admissions coming in through operations and various things. Staffing levels are different, but that will vary from from place to place to some extent. Um, it certainly doesn't feel exactly the same, you know, in in most departments. Um, so so in terms of staffing, you know, in some places. Of, co- of course, they're going to have to be staffed. And uh, and actually, when we look through, even on Christmas Day, there is a decent amount of staffing in most places. But what's not happening is all the elective work and routine work yeah. that happens around it. And generally, there are less there are less staff around than during the working working week. Yeah, we, I mean, we certainly recognise that there'll, there'll be there'll be variability. There's no there's no doubt about that. That's that's always the case, isn't it? Um, but but I think I think coming back to Vish's original point is that um, and mine really is that if you feel we should be taking industrial action, you know, if you're an ICU consultant, you feel we will need to be pulling our finger out and taking industrial action. Vote yes. I think that's the that's the simple message um, for this stage, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right. Anybody? Because we promised it'd be short, and already it's not short. So any anybody? Help ourselves usually. No, we're terrible. Um, anybody want to add any last comments? Please vote. Definitely vote. Also, have the conversations with your colleagues, especially the ones that you think don't agree with you, or you wouldn't normally talk to them about it. Just gently. Do not fall out with anybody. There's no need to fall out with anybody. Just, you know, have you seen your email? Have you voted? How are you going to vote? Do you, how are we going to change this stuff if we don't vote now? You know, if we don't if we don't take a stand on it, um, that's that sort of that sort of level of conversation. But because most people just need a reminder more than anything else. Fish. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think that's 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 the key thing. So, I think one. That fifty percent is really hard to get uh, mm-hmm. in many ways, and from a BMA towers, as you call them, before point of view, it's that group that's the hardest to get to from us. Uh, the the only way we'll get to them is by people on the ground actually getting to them. You know, they're the ones that don't either um, have opted out of our emails or don't open our open our emails and just you know don't get involved. So it's the only way we get to them is through um, people like yourselves listening on the podcast and other activists, LNC chairs, have got to go out and start kind of organising people locally. Yeah, everybody in LNCs. And, and we think you know, in terms of a message to people on LNCs, what, there is no way around conversations, but one of the ways of, of organising and making sure that you're having the right conversations with all the people is to set up little WhatsApp groups just on the basis of fixed pay, fixed pensions, fixed pay review process um, and just get somebody from each department to be a member of it so that you can just gauge progress and make sure that everyone's had the chat we've got some materials coming and things there'll be loads more stuff out from us over the next couple of weeks but um but as everybody says do vote uh, do remind others to vote and uh, we'll no doubt be speaking to you soon have a lovely half term uh, if it's next week or the week after otherwise take care everybody thanks very much thanks everyone bye then bye all